Hey. Hey. My name's Layla. I'm Carl. And I'm Z. And you're watching Spiritually Unashamed. Do, do, do. <laughs> or are you listening? <laughs> are you watching us or are you listening to us? I don't even know anyone. <laughs> Y'all, it is the uh, end of the day. Clearly, we are exhausted. It's Monday. We're recording this on a Monday. You're watching this on a Friday. Most likely in March. If it's not in March, something went wrong. The rapture. <laughs> oh. We gone. <laughs> we gone. We gone. Sorry. Bye. -bye. I, I hope, actually, it. you're not listening to this and you're with us. Yo, <laughs> I forgot about that part. That's why I said sorry. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess to start off, we can talk about a fun fact, which I don't, I'm gonna be honest, y'all, I don't have one. But you know what I did want to bring up? My addiction to TikTok, okay? Like, this is legitimately real, guys. I am addicted to TikTok like it's nobody's business. I deleted the app. That's what I was gonna say, didn't you delete it? And then I redownloaded it. <laughs> Temptation. Girl, I'm telling you, which is ironic. I love the fact that you just brought that up because at least with today's month's topic, which is temptation slash sin. Guys, this is serious. I deleted the app because I was on it constantly. Like it got in the way of me working and got in the way of me doing my homework and got in the way of me reading the Bible and like doing yeah. devotionals because it's like whenever I found a free time, my mind immediately went to, oh, get on TikTok, get on TikTok. Like I was making TikToks with my brother. Literally, that was our bonding thing. I would make TikToks and send them to Z and Carl so that they could watch that with me. Yo, but low key, yeah, they were good. I mean, I almost <laughs> got a concussion on one of them, but they were good. No, yeah, so I deleted the app and then I re-downloaded it because my excuse was I, I was following a TikToker that cleaned houses and I she used this specific thing that I had to know what it was. And so I downloaded it just so I could see that TikTok. And then I, I forgot to I forgot to delete it. And now it's just uh -huh. there. And the rest is history, right? It's calling <laughs> your name. Yo, yeah. at this point, I think we're getting married. <laughs> Yo, no, that's real though. That TikTok TikTok addiction is real though. Um, my sister was telling me how she did the same thing, like, or she was it was social media, because Instagram has like TikTok now, like not you know what I mean? Like the, the reels. reels. The yeah and she was like no like how throughout the day she'll have like a, a melody in her mind from like a video or whatever and it's like whoa like unconsciously it's in it's in my head so she was like yeah. whoa that's so crazy so it's real it's bad like I think oh no at, like literally whenever we were recording songs for like service when we were obviously because of quarantine <laughs> we we're doing it at home recording ourselves your girl was not singing the right songs I had that's like that's when I noticed that there was a problem because yeah. like let's be honest on TikTok you don't really hear much unless you're on that side of TikTok which is very hard to get to that side of TikTok the Christianity side yeah the majority of the time you're in like the worldly side of TikTok and a lot of those songs are very inappropriate you know what guys yeah. we'll do it I'm, I'm gonna do it you're here you're, <gasps> watching, you're listening where is it I'm doing it deleting it guys Praise this doesn't Jesus. mean i have to delete it does it uh <laughs> if it's not your addiction no you're good carl's <laughs> you, you manage it well. it, no 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 you know what because carlos be sending me tiktoks delete it carl's she does 
Carl, you I are. Do. You do it's send so me that they love. Exactly. She said she stays sending me TikToks. And I'm over here like, what? That is true, though. Send you TikTok. Oh, we're going to delete it, but I'm using my phone to record, so I can't. All right. No, because you can't. No, but it's, it's really bad. Yeah. Because so, I've had those times where I'm like, all right, I just come back from work and I'm like, all right, I got homework to do. I got, you know, a second job that I have to like, about. I need to log into. But then I'm like, oh, like, what's going on on TikTok? And even though, like, I'm like, all right, this is all boring. Maybe if I refresh and something interesting will pop up, I'm stuck on it. I am going to delete it though, just because it takes up so much time. And I tried doing the like timer on the apps thing, but I'm always just like, one more minute, 15 more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that right there takes a lot of self-control like in your self-discipline yeah. because dude I also did the whole self-timer thing every single time that thing said oh you're up for the day I would easily go no I'm not put my class back <laughs> and here we go again ignore for the oh my dog my dog behind me she's scratching her back on the floor <laughs> but I feel like those like what you just mentioned, it, I feel like it shows you how like weak in the flesh you are when you're not even able to set aside or like you're not able to follow those 15 minutes that you like set for yourself to go do something more productive. And it's like, no, I want to stay here and be lazy and like look through like social media and you set aside time to do that. Now you got to honor it and move on and yeah. do maybe something more purposeful definitely when you said the, that the flesh is weak right we're weak and a verse literally says that our spirit is willing but our flesh is weak and in matthew and it's so that's so true because just putting let's say okay i know this is addicting let's say tiktok or whatever it's wasting my time or social media whatever and you put the timer, that's like kind of a sh an example of how your spirit is willing. Like you want to get better, right? But then that it reminder comes on, it's like, eh, and you ignore it, ignore it. And it's just, that shows again that we're weak yeah. um, in the end, right? So like, how do we get to the point where we can have self-control? Like having self-control is very hard. Right now we're talking about TikTok, but like self-control is just literally in so many like other areas in life as well, like procrastination. <clears throat> Like mm -hmm. having self-control to sit down and do your homework. Like that right there for me is very hard because I'm very easily influenced by saying, oh, I have one more episode left. Let me watch it. And then right. I'll do my homework. And it's like, by this point, it's already last minute and I'm rushing to do it. And I'm like stressing myself out all because yeah. I didn't want to do it when I knew I had time for it. Yeah. Like I put other things first before that. And that's kind of like the way that this plays with God as well. Like, for example, right now, with TikTok in this case, you start putting other things before God and that's not how it should be. God should always be first. I, if I, if you look at my screen time right, right now, TikTok is number one. The Bible app is number like 55. Yeah. Like, I'm not even lying. Like that, and that's bad. Like I'm smiling, but in reality, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing like for me. I, so I know, I, I'm sorry. I just got a Bible app notification when you said that. So. <laughs> no, you see? You see? <laughs> And it's funny because even just now what you just said, I tend to do things where it's like, I want the, like the Bible app to send me notifications, like the Bible verse of the day. I want to make sure I like get myself to read it and to actually like get into it. Like not just read the Bible verse, but like actually understand yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Like read the chapter with the Bible verse. Like what, what's the context about it? Like I will say that in the morning or maybe the night before, and I'll be like, tomorrow I'm going to do this. And then tomorrow comes and 
I set it aside because then I put other things in front. And then again, going back to what I do with TikTok, Kathy was the one that told me this. Kathy, your sister, Kathy, our first guest speaker. She was like, oh, she deleted it because she knew it was an addiction. She knew it was going to become an addiction. Yeah. That right there is something that I desire to have because she had that self-control in herself. She knew it's going to be an addiction. I got to delete it like before it becomes worse. And I didn't do that, but now I did. So (laughs) yeah. It's it's a struggle, but self-control is something that is a fruit of the spirit. So if we're seeking, seeking, filling ourselves with the Holy Spirit constantly, right? Because we need to be filled Mm -hmm. constantly being watchful and all of that. Just the fact that we can detect if something's going to be addicting or not, or if we're in it and we're like, oh, this is bad. That's, that's good. That's a good sign. Yeah. Um, but then that self-control part is comes, you know, as, as you seek the Lord more and, and his presence and being filled with the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is the key for self-control. I mean, it's one of the, literally one of the fruits of the Spirit. So yeah. I always try to remember yeah. that. Like, oh, I need that. I need that. I need, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Z, but like, I feel like it's easier for Christians to like fall into temptation and sin than it is for like people who are maybe not Christian just because like Christians mm-hmm. know like exactly well, hopefully they know what the, like the Bible says. They know that we have to like strive to be better. Yeah. Not like in the sense that like, oh, I'm better than you because I'm Christian, but like I'm better than what I used to be, yeah. if that makes sense. I mean, Jesus was tempted by the devil himself. So I yeah. feel like, you know, he, we're going to be attacked more. People that maybe, so I think what you're saying does make sense in a way, right? Because it's going to get harder. The closer you get to God, right? The more the temptations will grow. But the Bible also says like, he's not going to give you something you can't overcome. Right. And, and right. he's not going to leave you there. He literally says, I will give you a way out of that temptation. So I think, yeah, it's going to be harder for us, but if we're not seeking the Lord at the same time, that's when it's like so easy to fall for, Oh, I don't know if you guys knew or know of um, Ravi Zacharias. He was like this. I big saw the story apologist. about it. Oh yeah, my. that Christian. like broke my heart. Yeah, and he's you know super, was amazing. So many things he spoke out well on Christianity, and then after he passed, you know, so many things started coming out of his past and things that he'd done to women or stuff like that, right? And that's just the proof of how like you can't. We're all in this body still. <laughs> like no one here is perfect. But we have to start to like be as close to Jesus as possible. For me, or at least the reason why, like I said, that statement was because like, I feel like with, if we're talking specifically on like social media, Mm -hmm. like it's easy to get tempted by things that pop up because like, obviously like depending on who you follow, depending on like what's on the like for you page and stuff like that, anything and everything will pop up. I've followed Christians before where I don't know if you guys remember where like um, Instagram would used to tell you like what other people like, yeah. like the photos they like and stuff like that. <laughs> I remember I would see like Christians that I knew that they were not liking Christian like pictures, you know, like that's yeah. really awkward to see that you like. So and awkward. like, I did not want to know. <laughs> I did not want to know that's what you did on your free time. Well, and you're like someone that quick to be like, let's go preach in the streets. Like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's where one of those things where it's like, all right, you have to not delete social media, but like reevaluate. Yeah. Are you using it for good things or are you using it to like satisfy this like temptation, this like pleasure? Yeah. It's like, are you sa- doing it to satisfy the flesh and stuff like that? I feel like we Ooh. have to remember social media is a way of evangelizing. You can simply just repost a Bible verse one Bible verse, and that can speak to millions of people. Maybe somebody on IGTV or something 
wanted to speak on a specific Bible verse or a specific chapter in the Bible, right? You can share that and that can speak to a million people. Mm -hmm. So as Christians, I guess we kind of have to remember our social media platforms to evangelize. Say, for example, you were a new person to church and you saw this person was probably born and raised in church, liking these inappropriate stuff. What is going to be your vision on church because of that person's I guess, interests in social media. Whether you like it or not, you're kind of like representing that church too. So it's like, you got to yeah. be careful with yeah. what you post. It sucks, but that's how people unfortunately think. Yeah. yeah. You're causing someone who is so new to the faith or someone who's just getting to know, you know, how things work to be confused. I kind of wanted to touch on a topic between the words of like kind of comparing our temptations with the worldly temptations. And I wanted to kind of speak on that because I feel like the world has a different view on temptations than Christians do. And it's kind of going back to the fact that we know what's right from wrong versus the world where maybe their version from right from wrong is very different than us. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that in the, in the aspect of a huge temptation from the world, right? Or maybe an addiction, to be honest, pornography. For us, for Christians, it's like, oh no, that's like that's not good like no we don't believe in that we don't like that type of stuff we don't want to involve ourselves in that that is not appropriate in the eyes of god for the world that's something that they're getting used to seeing every single day like you guys remember i think a couple years ago 50 shades of gray was like in theaters i was like you're you're in theaters having people come and watch this movie that's literally based on pornography i'm like what is this? Like, no, yeah. like that's bad. I feel like that's where sometimes as Christians, you can get confused in it. That's actually something like I dealt with. I don't know. I feel like ashamed kind of of like admitting it, but at the same time, like I know like maybe it'll help someone if you like share your testimony and stuff like that. It's true. Like not saying that like all abuse victims will like go into that phase with pornography and stuff like that. But like that kind of happened to me because I was like, why did it happen to me? Like, yeah. oh, is this what like people who are abused go through? Like, do they like end up working in pornography or like do they naturally gravitate to that area and it was hard to get away from that temptation or sin it took me years to finally be like no I'm not I'm gonna stop watching it or stop thinking that like that's something I need to crave this like hole I have yeah and it's interesting because I've never heard any other Christian besides like a friend of mine who like yeah she legit pretty much went through it like a similar story as me and it was like the first time I heard a Christian openly talk about like yeah I dealt with that and I moved past it and like it was so comforting to hear because it's like okay you're not alone yeah and I remember I would have those moments where like I would be like for example like seven months without watching it or whatever and then I'll accidentally flip and click something that led me I guess like tempted a short clip you. or something yeah that tempted me and even though it was maybe like only 30 seconds of like me trying to close it out it still like stayed there mm -hmm. in my mind so it's like okay like I remember I would beat myself up for it oh you should have known better like you should have like you know deleted YouTube or something like you know I would pretty much kill myself with my words you know like yeah telling myself that like oh maybe you're not worthy of like God's love because of it and stuff like that and it's like no like okay you messed up confess your sins I could be saying it wrong Jimmy so like if you want to like oh, yeah. skip it, but it's like yeah. I would have to remind myself like no like don't think those thoughts right away like breathe take a second to recognize it yeah and what are you gonna do to like get past it create a plan like or something you know yeah so that like, you're able to recognize that like your mind is going down that path let's try to get you back over here 
here like right and something that always sticks to me it's got the I don't know if you guys remember this youth meeting she did where it was uh the topic was on temptation and she had the folder like oh. the temp- her temptation um. folder Oh, yeah. Where she would legit, like, she spoke to us about, like, okay, do you know what your temptation is? And I was like, well, yeah, I think I do. It's this. And she told us that, like, she would write out what she was tempted by because then that way she knew that it no longer had, like, control over her. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember just thinking about them, like, wait, like, I know that that's one thing I used to be tempted by. Yeah. Could there be something else? And then I started thinking, I'm like, Maybe I should write down like all these things. You never know. Maybe one, like before this one thing tempted you, but now there could be other things out there, especially with how you talked about social media and like other things. The Bible even talks about it, how the devil is just roaming around trying to find those weak people to just tempt, right? Like at any given moment, the devil is literally just, he's looking for those people. Which is, which is literally all of us. Like we're all those those people that he's waiting to attack yeah exactly like he's literally roaming around just trying to like literally see oh I can get her there you go like I'm just gonna put this in front of you and then it's up to us whether or not we're going to fall for it and I love the fact that friend you mentioned the fact that you spoke to a friend of yours about it or that's how you kind of were able to realize that you're not alone in it like other people go through the same temptation as you and I think that's something also that I I love the fact that you touched up on that because it's like for anybody here, you are not the only one going through temptations. There are many people probably going through the same thing as you. Exactly. So it's like, you can't just, don't just sit there by yourself. Let yourself figure it out. Like one, remember that God's always with you. So you can always go to God and seek for help. And two, don't be afraid to go up to somebody like your friend and tell them about it. Like, I know sometimes we might be embarrassed about it, but to be honest, it's better that you have someone to help you with it versus you doing it on your own. Like can be very helpful. Like I know for a fact with me, I would have killed to have somebody when I was in high school say, oh, Lila, no, go this direction. Follow me here. And then I could have easily gotten away from like whatever it was in school that was tempting me, if that makes sense. Yeah. Or even at work. At work's another place where I honestly felt a lot of temptations there. Like I remember in my previous job, it was bad. <laughs> like I was, I I had temptation every single day that I was there. Like I, in my last job, I was basically told that I had to flirt with the people that would come in. And I had to like do these things with people just so that we can get good reviews and stuff. And it, it led to points where I would literally go up to people's rooms and I didn't do anything else, but <laughs> my mind was there. And I'm like, that's where it was like, it was wrong. I was like, no, this is incorrect. I shouldn't be doing this. I'm being tempted right now. The devil's trying to come for me, but I didn't have anyone that I could speak to. I had friends obviously, but I didn't feel comfortable telling them because I felt embarrassed. I felt embarrassed of letting them know, Hey, I'm going through this situation right now. And I don't know how to speak on it. And that's like one of the things that I'm, I'm a little bit like hesitant with my temptations if that makes sense like I was afraid of like telling people about it because I felt like I was I was by myself with it like I'm like they're not gonna understand me like they're not gonna get where where I'm coming from but then it's like until now that I'm like no they will understand me because they're most likely going through the same thing like I'm not by myself you're not by yourself you can go to your friends and ask for help and they can help get you out of that little circle that you're stuck in yeah yeah and since we're on that 
on that topic of sexual temptation, yeah, I think is the number one way the devil tries to enredar people. Mm-hmm. There's a Spanglish, mm-hmm. right, coming through. It starts at such a young age where literally like kids, right, being exposed. And I feel like the devil wants to beat God at, obviously the devil will never win, right? In the end, yeah. we know God has already defeated the devil, right? But he tries to intervene, I guess would be the word, mm-hmm. at a young age so that he can mess up that, that person's life you know starting if you mess up a kid's life there's ripple effects all until they're in their adulthood right and um, obviously those chains through Jesus those chains can literally break like you can break through that but the devil wants you to keep keep you there right but yeah and since we've touched on that I think it's so important to say that that is so common and it's Mm -hmm. so unspoken like we don't talk about it and I remember, um, and first I, I want to say, Carl's like, thank you for sharing that. And everyone goes through their own, you know, roce uh, with that type, yeah. that type of thing, right? I remember at a really young age, some, someone, and it was an adult. I know who they are, and I'm not gonna say who they were. They're in the past, but they let me see something completely inappropriate okay and it was a movie it wasn't you know pornography Mm -hmm. but it was rated r and you know it showed a scene a sexual scene and i was a child right so for me it was like i didn't know what it was but that is what sparked like okay what is that what does you know what does that mean so then it's crazy how that can then ripple effect into your um adolescent years right Mm -hmm. thankful to the lord that he helped me right protect myself save myself you know but the the struggles that i went through in relationships and and with myself you know all of that like i can tie back to that moment where i was at that exposure you know um so i feel like that's such a real thing so i just want to say that like sexual temptation is is a big thing and the bible talks about it a lot like a lot so that means it's like you know we need to be very careful and we need to be talking about it way more um than we do oh sorry it was just like two points but like the first one is just that like what you mentioned exposure and it reminded me that as like latinos you know we grew up watching telenovelas from a young age and like (laughs) those novelas i don't know if it's a good comparison or not a lot of those novelas have either sex scenes or they it's like leading up to it so it's Mm -hmm. like you know leave it to the imagination and whatnot but like it's we're exposed at such a young age to it that like it does start to get engraved in our minds and obviously like you know imagination runs wild so like that's what unfortunately like people are being exposed to at a young age not saying that telenovelas are bad there's some that are actually like super hilarious and stuff like that (laughs) but also like you would know like Dude, that was my thing when I was growing up. <laughs> but like, it it's surprising that like that's what we kind of like know. I guess our first exposure to it is. Yeah. But um, my second point was that like, sorry, in my mind, I'm like I said like too many times already. Uh, girl, it's okay. But um, <laughs> I heard it once, and it was like on the topic of like sexual like temptation it was that um the world will tell you that oh it's just lust you're not actually acting upon it but it's like no like by lusting for it you've already created that sin in your Mm -hmm. in your mind that like now you created you manifested and you know it's going to affect whatever type of relationship 
you try to have in the future because now you're comparing it to something that you created and idolized in your mind yeah yeah and I don't think that's something that like gets spoken about not I guess to fantasize above all like the heart is you know what will deceive you right so like your emotions how you feel you might think oh because I this feels good or because I'm I feel you know whatever this is making me feel in a positive way then it must be positive for me but that's not how it is like how you're saying like the world might see it like that um or even lay like where you were saying earlier about um how the world might see like pornography or, or sex workers as oh that's like like woman power and that's that's yeah. the kind of confidence you should have and we should all be uh proud and, and be able to expose our, our sexual mm -hmm. natures and stuff like that and it's like well, well well no right because then that's where it falls into this dark hole right yeah. of of sin and you just get wrapped in that so we need to you know take a step back and be like no as christians that's not that's not the way right our empowerment comes from the holy spirit it doesn't come from anything that's in our bodies or in our hearts or anything of that right it doesn't come from us yeah. it comes from the holy spirit um and and carlos you mentioned um like shows and stuff like that and um there's a new show that came out um i forgot what it's called but it's like with it's like back in the day or something and it's like bridgerton, bridgerton. yes bridgerton the first like 10 minutes oh, and there's heard a about naked that. guy and it's a sex scene on a like i'm sorry i'm not trying to explain it so like whoever's listening and is underage you know <laughs> you know yeah. and i was like oh and i like exit out i was like what is that like that's mm -hmm. that to me tells me that the whole show is going to be like that and so yeah without even watching it and then I saw like weeks later like reviews and they talk about that how oh it's amazing how it, it just you know expresses like you know and I'm like wait what is it, so is it like, amazing yeah so I feel like that's so important to talk about and as Christians we should be able to detect okay I'm gonna make a sacrifice right now for the show that's super popular I'm not gonna watch it right because it's 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 too much and I think we need to start calling that out a little bit um, yeah. and stop consintiendo, if that's mm -hmm. the word. Like, I don't, how do you say that in English? Like, um, almost like nurturing, if maybe yeah. in a way, yeah. like nurturing this, um, this idea that it's okay for me to just mm -hmm. watch whatever because God, God's protecting me. I'm Christian, so the Lord's protecting me. It's like, well, you're putting yourself in harm's way. And yeah. it goes against the Bible. The word says that we are weak. I feel like that that's so important, like calling that out and making sure that we call each other out, right? Mm -hmm. Have accountability and, and make sure we're not, yeah, falling into that. And it's crazy how this is happening now because imagine this movie or these things having like had happened 10 years ago or even before mm -hmm. that. It would see, it would literally to the public, it would look disgusting. Like the public would be very disgusting. Yeah. They'd be like, oh no, like remember, I, I think, I don't know what I was looking at. I was watching something and they were talking about how back in the day, women couldn't even wear, couldn't even show, no, what's the movie called? The 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 one where they had the long skirts and little poodle skirts and Grease, 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 there you go. Yeah. yeah. Where the girl, the, the girl that wore pants, she was known as the re the rebel because she would wear <laughs> pants yeah, or something like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But yeah, because she would wear pants and she would show her ankles whenever she wore skirts. <laughs> that was seen wrong, right? And now it's like you see girls 
showing half their bodies every single time they go outside and showing inappropriate things. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, dang, like imagine you have been, have been born back then show like wearing what you wear now, people would literally immediately like title you something wrong. They'd be like, Oh no, no, keep her away. It's (laughs) just so too many extremes. Like I feel like as humans, we go way too over there. We're like Mm -hmm. focusing on the women being the, the cause of temptation right when jesus yeah. says like if you're tempted like fuck your eye out right so yes. it's not change the person it's it's you that needs to change right but it's the extremes we always go to like you know we can never find the moderate and that's because we're doing it on our own we're not really focusing it on the word you know that's always going to be the same um so that that's a good point Lynn. it reminds me of um i think pastor talked about this um the story of joseph when mm-hmm. the king's wife went inside his room and literally just stood there in front of him, like trying to make, I guess, him go to bed with her or something because she loved him. Oh, but Joseph right. was like, ah, like Joseph was like, no. Yeah. And then the king came and was like, what were you trying to do? And then the the female immediately like covered herself and was like, oh, no, no, he was trying to do something to me, like playing it yeah. off, like trying to like make him the um the the not the she was trying to play the victim basically yeah like yeah. she grabbed his like sleeve and it like ripped or whatever yeah. and then he ran away and she like says oh he you know he tried yeah. to rape me or whatever yeah yeah that right there like that honestly I want to be like Joseph in that case yeah. I want to be as strong as him where I can say no when temptation comes to me yeah. this woman literally stood in front of him naked and was like have me and he was like no <laughs> he's he was like, like no nah. <laughs> like, i don't want you because he knew yeah. he knew what he wanted he didn't want her he wanted god he wanted that his his whole life was surrounded through the vision or through the eyes of god and that's how he wanted to be and like since he grew up and everything and i thought that that was so cool and it fit so well with this um what we were talking about temptation because it happened to him and we, and we read about it in the bible and you see him walk away from it yeah run run yeah run yeah like run. don't stroll away from sin no. don't crawl run. away no run what are some ways that we each like either make ourselves accountable like when we have those i guess like feelings of temptation or what advice can we give to others like okay. based on what we experience um and you kind of mentioned this like when you were talking carl's i really like the idea of having a game plan like when you do get tempted okay say something does happen in front of you like it's starting to tempt you or something's about to happen where you know you're going to get tempted what's your game plan what are you going to do if that if that moment happens like for example i know for me if i know or if not if i know because obviously temptation i feel like comes unexpectedly sometimes um if I, if I feel like I'm, I'm getting tempted, my immediate response is, let me go to the Bible. Let me go to the Bible. Let me go read the Bible. Let me pray. And that's literally what it is. It's what I do to just ask God, God, at this moment, help me forget what it is that is that I'm thinking about, right? Like right there. Like at that moment, that's, that's tempting me to do something wrong. Help me forget about it. Help me, help me use my time in a way that's going to be beneficial for you and me. Like instead of doing something that's going to push me further away from you. And that's literally what I do. Like whenever I feel like I'm about to get tempted, I literally jump to the Bible and I start praying. And I'm like, this is my way. Like literally force myself 
to not do something that I'm going to regret later. So like for me, I know like before I would always be like, avoid that, like getting into that situation. But it's like, you can't avoid a situation because it's going to happen regardless, wherever you're at. So I would always try to remember like, okay, I know this, this, and this are the things that I struggle with. So I would try to remember, like, maybe if it was one verse, I would try to remember it that like either spoke about temptation or like resting on the Lord. The one that I always use was like casting your anxieties on uh-huh. the Lord. Uh-huh. Um, so that's like one that I would always memorize and being like, okay, I know like whether it was going to a friend's birthday party, I knew they had alcohol and I used to struggle with alcohol. So it's like, I know whether it's setting like a lim- a time limit for myself, like, okay, only be there for 30 minutes, but also be aware that like, I don't need that in my mm-hmm. life anymore. Like I know how it made me feel and that's not something I want to go back to. So yeah. it's like being aware of, I guess your path and like how that made you feel and not wanting to go back to it because it's not who you are anymore. You know? Yeah. So I guess depending on where the, where you're at in your journey with the Lord. <laughs> so for, for example, like now I think I like to think that I've evolved in some ways. Um, but I do remember times where temptation was, you know, it was present, it was there and praying wasn't always easy, you know? Um, and so something that I remember that helped me was kind of taking, taking off or checking off, you know, the areas where I've prayed, so in my have I prayed in my room lately have I prayed in you know my living room have I prayed in my car have I invited the Holy Spirit into my space lately to your mind to wherever you're at at work even that's when I feel like you're kind of leaving exposing yourself or letting yourself be up for grabs for temptations and I and so that's something that helped me and also stick like verses up and I know it seems like kind of like oh that's like silly but even the word says funny you mentioned that verses put the word all around your home do it you know like write it everywhere in your walls because it's it's life that's something that helped me is putting verses around and reassuring myself like okay yes it's right there I'm gonna say it and then I'm reminded you know to kind of like focus on on God again Dude, it's so funny you mentioned that because this <laughs> is what I put up lately yeah, just like it's that just those verses that stuck out to me that I'm like I need to remember randomly not diagnosed but it's like seen- seasonal depression where it's like mm-hmm. I have those moments where I like think the worst of myself or like I literally don't get out of bed so mm-hmm. I found verses that like really stick out to me and that like mm-hmm. are like okay no the, the bible says this like the word of god yeah. says this another thing Layla kind of said it earlier too was that have that person that you can go to to talk to mm-hmm. and like obviously like make sure they're like they know their bible maybe you don't feel comfortable talking to someone who's older and like whether you think, oh, they might not be able to relate to it or it's just like embarrassing because I know I felt that way too. Find that group of people that like, whether they're in your like connect group, you're doing devotionals with them, like find that group of people that you can go up to and talk to and be like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with now. We're, we're speaking on this because obviously it's a very big subject, especially as Christians for us. Temptation is literally right around the corner for us. And it is very easy for us to say, okay, let's go do it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's very easy to call it, but we are strong. We have the Holy Spirit by our sides 
We have God by our side. We got Jesus by our side. And we got our friends that believe in the same faith by, by our side to help us get us out of that little sinkhole that we're stuck in and be able to just overcome that temptation. If you are listening to this podcast and you feel tempted, just know you're not alone. You have those that are around you that support you. And if you feel like you don't have one, feel free to DM us. And if you need advice, we will be more than happy to give you advice. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're listening to us to this and you feel like you received something from it, make sure to share it guys, because if you receive something from this, I'm pretty sure your friends will receive it or your family or whoever else that you have following you that you probably don't know, but it is still in your followers list. (laughs) They will receive something from it. Okay. So share it. Remember it's a, it's literally a way of evangelizing. Okay. Oh, and um, something new that we are starting with our podcast is that we obviously through the system anchor.fm you're able to add advertisements there that obviously you're going to get paid for and stuff like that depending on how many people view it and what we want to do is use that money and donate it to different organizations each month to help them in whatever way we can Um, and this month we chose Convoy of Hope, sending relief to Texas through Assemblies of God. We just want to be able to provide resources to those being affected by the by the snowstorm. You know, all you have to do is just share, the, whether it's the link or just get your friends to listen to the podcast. You'll be contributing to that cause. We also post blogs every, I don't even know about Fridays. Whenever there's no podcast, we post a blog. So y'all better watch it and read it. No, we'll just technically just read it. <laughs> Yeah. No, but yes. Okay. I think that's it. Bye. Bye, everybody.